You're listening to the Fitness with Leah podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 10. Yes, it is episode 10 now of the uh, podcast. So I hope you're well. I hope you've had a good week so far. And um, what have I done this week? What have I done? Oh, I went to a spa yesterday of course that is a bit of a no not yesterday because it's friday so normally obviously my day off is a thursday um but on wednesday um i had a bit of a free morning so i literally did this spur of the moment i think it was about half seven i was like all right i've got no client sessions this morning why not head to a spa so so i did and i went to one of the spas i went to before which was in resorts world um because i knew it's a bit of a chill out spa and my plan was just kind of chill just read my book go in the pool and just kind of relax a little bit as well so that was really nice really nice to do and then yesterday um i kind of did half a day of work well half a day of chill sorry and half a day of work so my half a day of chill was getting my nails done so i've actually got my nails done uh, i haven't had my nails done for like a good few years and we've got a christmas party on saturday so tomorrow tomorrow um and we're all kind of getting quite dressed up and i was like you know what? why not let's get my nails done so it feels quite nice it feels very different very different but very nice as well so um i've had a good week i've had a good week i feel like i've done other stuff as well i did another cold water swim and um, so when was that that was on sunday so that was the third cold water swim that i've done now um, and that was back at the quarry so I was a bit, <laughs> I was a bit nervous about going. To be fair, because the last time I went to the quarry, it took me a good like forty-five minutes to kind of warm up afterwards. So I was a bit like, "Oh, do I do I do it? Do I not?" Kind of thing, um, and it kind of put me off a little bit. But that was kind of a turning point. Actually, doing it on Sunday, getting out, feeling good, feeling good in the water as well. Um, because, like I said, and I've said on here probably before, the bit that I suffer with the most is getting the, um, the cold water onto my neck. So what I did is I kind of like just cradled my uh, toe float and just kind of swam off. Um, and then when I felt okay, I kind of went into breaststroke. Um, and that felt so much better. And I got out, got my layers on quickly, and then yeah, got back into the car and felt a lot better for it. So yeah, I needed that. I needed to go back to Corrie to know there was nothing wrong with the quarry. <laughs> I can't do the quarry again. Um, and it felt good. So that's swim three done. Swim four is going to be this Monday coming. Different location up in Shrewsbury. Um, it's got a cold water pool there. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. And that will then complete November. So that's four down, four down. So yeah, and I've got 12, 12 to go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there now. So yeah, so I had a, yeah, quite a, a good, decent, varied week, which has been nice. So what i want to talk to you today about is these common fitness myths um because i want to kind of basically debunk them and to kind of remove them from your thinking as to this is the only way that you can kind of uh get fit get healthy etc so there's one two three four five six different ones i want to go with you go through with you today and and i'm going to pick one and then talk about it also in a bit more detail so what we've got is the first one. It's sit-ups will make your stomach go flat. Say, right, say, that's not true. Because a lot of us um, can feel a bit conscious about um, the weight around our stomach. And we will kind of go to all measures to try and remove that excess kind of body fat. Um, and one of the ways that we kind of, a lot of people do start with is thinking by doing lots and lots and lots of sit-ups is going to achieve this. Now, 
what it is you can't spot reduce you can't focus on an area of your body and be like right i'm going to shift the body fat away from that area it unfortunately unfortunately does not work that easy and um, because we have areas of our body where we're more prone to kind of storing body fat so for some of us this might be our stomach it might be our hips it might be our thighs um and when we start to lose body fat we just lose it in some areas which are easier to lose first off so i mean you might be lucky and it might be your um body fat from around your stomach goes first um but that might not always be the case so you might find okay i'm losing um a little bit around my face so i'm losing a little bit around my arms and um, and you're not losing it around your stomach and that's not to say that you're doing the wrong exercise you're not doing everything right okay um it might just be a case of they are your stubborn areas and the more and more kind of sit-ups or crunches or whatever core exercise you do you're not going to remove it because what you're doing there is you're just trying to strengthen all the muscles around the area and and you're not shifting away the body fat so there's a lot of factors that come into this kind of this kind of question here um, and it's not just exercise is the question is the answer sorry um to this there's a whole thing so firstly if i just keep on the exercise kind of um theme what what you think about is um working out as a whole okay so you're working your whole body okay so don't focus on one thing the more you think about working the whole body as a whole so working your upper body your lower body your core everywhere then that is the best thing to do because you're going to get the blood circulating around the whole body okay and if you get the blood circulating around the whole body that is a very good thing and um, if fat loss is kind of like your your goal that you want to kind of achieve so full body training is something that you should be doing and um, now if you do that as a full body kind of thing on one day or if you do an upper body session a lower body session that's absolutely fine so we're all at different stages of our kind of training and um, what i do then generally say to people if you're first starting out and what i do with my clients is kind of full body kind of workouts um, and then as we kind of go further down the line and i kind of split up their sessions maybe into upper body lower body but again it just depends on um the individual and their goals now so that's one thing so work the whole body secondly it's the area we're like and oh, um, always kind of feel quite stuck on is our diet okay so it's all very well put in the um, effort in obviously into your workouts but obviously if you're going home and you're just not eating the correct kind of foods and we all kind of know the kind of things that we should be eating um, and things that we should not be in as much of not to cut it out completely okay because the more you cut foods out the more you're going to really crave them and you're going to end up probably binging on them so i always say keep a bit of nice food in your diet that's absolutely fine um but you just need to be aware of how much of that food you might be having um and looking at like your portion controls as well so that I always say to clients, go to that first off. So don't go eradicating loads of foods in your diet. Look at how much you're eating. Okay. Have a look at your plate. Could you just gradually reduce that? Have you got, and what you should be looking at on your plate of food, okay, is half of that plate should be veggies. Okay. So all that fiber kind of vitamin, mineral rich food. Quarter of it should be protein and a quarter of it should be carbs. And quite often the mistake that we make is it's too carb heavy okay so you might have a lot of potatoes on there might have rice a lot of pasta and then we haven't got as much protein we haven't got half as much um vegetables um or salad on there too so that's another kind of little area that you definitely need to address 
And then other things that kind of um, go hand in hand and are very, very important and are very often overlooked is sleep. Okay, so sleep is so bloody important. If we're not getting adequate sleep, that's going to hinder you kind of losing body fat and then also stress as well. And it's very easy to kind of get, we're all going to have an element of stress in our lives. Um, but especially if, say, we're on a, a fat loss journey and then you're starting to get stressed about it because you're not losing body fat, then that's not going to help either. Okay, so it's keeping everything in check. Okay, so it's not doing those sit ups thinking that's going to be the magical answer. It's working out the whole body, it's looking at your food, it's looking at your sleep, it's looking at your stress, so it's looking at a lot of factors in your lifestyle. Okay, looking at it as a whole, not just narrowly focusing on one little area, and that's what we want. We all want something very easy. Yeah, if I was to say go away and do 50 sit ups and then you'll have a flat stomach. I think everyone would be doing it. So unfortunately, it's not as easy as that. So it's just trying to just look at it as a whole um, and just breaking it down like that. So sorry, that's not the answer that you might have been wanting, um, but I'm saying it how it is. So that's your first kind of myth that I've hopefully just debunked a little bit. Second one, okay, and a lot of people do say it, um, is no pain, no gain. Okay, so a lot of us feel that we need to kind of go hell for leather, okay, on our workouts, and we need to be in a complete sweaty mess, absolutely knackered, and um, to get a good session. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing that now and again. There's nothing wrong with obviously pushing yourself, um, because sometimes you can fall into two different things. Some people can really push themselves really hard every session after session after session. Then some people just don't push themselves enough and they're not progressing. So what I like to be is somewhere in between, okay? So you're not going eyeballs out, okay? And absolutely knackering yourself out. Okay, like I say, to do that now and again, that's not an issue and you need a little bit of a push. Um, and then you wanna make sure you are getting a workout in. You're not um, just, you know, going through the motions. So it's quite normal to have that bit of achy feeling, which is called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, after some workouts. And um, that's, that's normal. Um, but some people do get worried if they don't feel it. And that's not a bad thing at all either. Okay, so some workouts, you just may not get that muscle soreness. And, and it's normally you tend to get the muscle soreness on, on a few different things. Sometimes if you do exercises, new exercises, exercises that you might not have done before. And um, sometimes it just depends where you are and how your body's kind of feeling. Okay, so if your body is feeling quite tired going to the workout, then that might kind of kick in those doms a little bit more as well. But no, it's not a bad thing if you don't feel um, pain, okay, the next day or the day after. And especially if you feel that you've had a good workout, the last thing you're gonna do is feel like it's knocked you back down. And you're like, oh God, maybe it didn't work out hard enough at all. Um, and you don't have to feel absolutely exhausted when you're working out as well. So it's good to feel a bit of a buzz, okay? But you don't have to be like, oh my god so and it's hard to get into that if you've only ever been used to that um and this kind of stems a lot from kind of like hit workouts so if you're used to doing like high intensity interval training and um, so where you're literally putting in literally quite high effort high impact all the time to then go away from that because you don't want to be doing that all the time because it's good to have a mix so a lot of people who might go towards the hit training hasn't done as much kind of weight training and then when you go towards weights, um, it's not going to be, you're going to get your heart rate elevated, but it's not going to be to the same kind of level that you'd be doing for HIIT. And that's not a bad thing because you need those muscles to kind of recover between kind of exercises or between sets as well 
to get the most kind of out of it. So th there's so many different forms of exercise um, and there's so many different ways it will affect your body. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it not feeling, you know, hard, hard work all the time, because trust me, you'll be getting something out of that exercise. And um, the only thing I'd just be say is be mindful of is if you're just going for the motions. So can you going in, you're doing the same thing day in, day out, just having a little walk on the treadmill and you're not progressing yourself. So that's something to kind of address. And that just might be someone, you know, that needs to, you need to speak to and um, some guidance on kind of what to do. Cause that normally happens when we don't really know what to do. And we just go for a safe option, nice and comfortable, a bit like what I was talking about before, keeping within your comfort zone. So there's nothing wrong with pushing out of that comfort zone a little bit and just um, yeah, seeing, seeing what can happen from it really. Okay, so that was number two. Number three is running beats walking. No, not necessarily. Running's not for everyone. And I feel like definitely through lockdown, a lot of people went through the running phase. Um, on like, you have to get out and go running. That's the best form of cardio. I mean, I don't do any running at all. Like I used to be a runner. So I used to do lots of kind of sprinting. Uh, I wasn't as keen on long distance, just a bit too far. <laughs> and so I was on a shorter distance. Um, and that's, that, that's, that was my main kind of form of exercise or a little bit of weights. Um, but now my main kind of form of cardio is walking and I enjoy it. And, and people might say, oh, that's not enough. That's not enough cardio, but that suits me fine. And so to feel that you've got to take up running to get your kind of cardiovascular system working, you don't have to at all, especially if, you know, you suffer with a few kind of issues, maybe in your shins, or your knees, or your ankles. And if they're not being resolved and then you go out and you go running, you're only going to make things worse. And there's no point, no point in putting yourself through that pain um, unless you know, you're under some kind of guidance from someone and um, what to do and how to kind of manage it as well. So no, running doesn't beat walking. And again, and if you're looking at it as like more of a, a fat loss kind of strategy, no, not necessarily either. You could go for a nice long walk, um, you know, and that can help in your fat loss journey. Um, absolutely fine. And you can easily progress walks by, and I've talked about this before, adding obviously one being duration, uh, two being intensity as well. Okay, so you can increase intensity in two ways via the speed that you walk or via the different kind of terrains, say going up more hills just to make it that lot harder kind of thing. So there's a lot of ways that you can, you know, make walking very effective, okay, to work that cardiovascular system and not have to go out running at all. Okay, so you might love me saying this that you do not have to go running at all. Don't force yourself to do it, it's not for everyone at all. Um, so do what do what's right for you. And there's a lot of forms of cardiovascular exercise you can do apart from running. Now your next point, okay, is can like you only have protein shakes after a workout? Uh, no, no, not at all. And um, I think a lot of people fall into this still. Like you know, I've just done the workout, got to have my protein shake now. I can't have it any other time. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a protein shake after a workout. It's a very quick way just to get a bit of protein to the body. But you can have it any any other time of the day as well. You can have it for breakfast. I quite commonly have it at breakfast. I quite commonly have it as a snack and um, mid-morning as well. And um, you, know, you can have it in the afternoon. <laughs> you can have it whenever you want. So there's no um, set time to have it. Like after a workout, I normally say to most people, go home and have a proper kind of dinner or a proper lunch or proper 
food that would be ideal but if you're out and about and um, then a protein shake does come in quite handy then as well um so no no and i think a lot of people um are understand that more but i feel like a few years ago or something that was all that was like oh have a protein shake after your workout and everyone was in the gym was having their protein shakes so no you don't have to have it straight after workout you can have it whenever you want um and the last one i got here is about oh exercise and you must exercise um in the morning well not must exercise like a lot of people feel oh god if they don't exercise in the morning um then you know what what's the point kind of thing um or you might see a lot of people going to do exercise in the morning and be like oh my god i wish i could do that that's it that's what i'm looking for i wish i could do that well it's not very fun if you're not a morning person what is the point in forcing yourself to do a workout in the morning because it can just completely disrupt your kind of rhythm your circadian rhythm of like then coming to later in the day potentially not being able to sleep so go with your strengths on this so for me like i'm generally a morningish person um i definitely find it harder now when it's darker but you know if i have a good night's sleep i'm i'm a generally good person in the morning um but still work out first thing in the morning i would never choose to do that at all like for me the sweet spot for doing a workout is probably around this kind of time now so it's like <laughs> i know it's the morning still so it's like nine o'clock but i've already been awake for about a few hours already um, and i've had my breakfast so i feel a bit more fueled and feel kind of ready for a workout um but not all of us um can choose entirely when to do it so sometimes the best time to do a workout is straight before work sometimes the best time to do it is during your lunch hour or maybe just kind of like after work um in the evening so if you can choose when to do it go for it um and if you're not a morning person don't force yourself to do it at all um or be selective with your workout so you know some of you might have a weekend off so maybe definitely do a workout on the weekend so it's good to keep that going because some of us will work out say like monday to friday um with hopefully maybe a rest day if you need to in between don't have to do monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday um and then be like right not gonna do everything the weekend just gonna chill out whatever kind of thing whereas you might find Wednesday, you really didn't really want to do that workout. And if you saved that workout from that Wednesday and did it on a Saturday or a Sunday instead, you might have had a much better kind of session from doing it rather than just forcing it during a weekday to have a weekend off, if that makes sense. So having you looking at your week as a whole, not looking at it as Monday to Friday is the first thing and then structuring where best to put your workouts in, okay? And you do not have to do a morning workout. You can just do your workout whenever you want as well. And there's actually, so I've done one, two, three, four, five, six. There's one more that I want to put into here as well. It's about how long. Oh, I actually missed this on that actually. So this will be number six. Um, now, how long to work out for? Is the longer better? Do you have to work out for more than an hour? Definitely, definitely, definitely not no so i've actually so when i first started pt and all my sessions were an hour and um, now they're all 45 minutes and i love putting it at 45 minutes because i always found that the last 15 minutes was a bit of a a lot of my clients were flagging a little bit and we just probably weren't getting on the session enough and um, and 45 minutes is a, is, is a nice kind of um time where you can get enough out of the session and still walk away feeling yeah, feel good from it. 
So no, you don't have to do an hour. You don't have to do an hour and a half. You can do half an hour if you really want. So you choose what suits you. Sometimes the longer that we do it, the body's just going to start tiring and you're not going to get as much out of it. And then you get bored and you feel, oh, I've got to stay here because I've decided to come for like a 90 minute workout. No, some sessions are going to take longer. So if you're going to be maybe lifting a little bit more heavier weights, you're going to be needing that extra kind of rest time between, you know, exercises and sets that you're doing. Um, so by all means, that might be a longer workout. Um, but if you just, you know, want to go in and do a, a kind of a standard workout, should I say, then a 45 minute session is absolutely adequate to do. OK, so don't spend longer than you feel necessary. And you know your body, you'll know when you'll be like, that's a good workout. I'm going to stop now, then stop. And then sometimes you might go in and do a workout and you feel completely crap at 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, and don't force yourself through it. You might just think, okay, call it a day. Okay, just really, really not feeling it today. I'm going to go home, um, you know, see how I am tomorrow or the day after. Okay, so do listen to your body. Don't force yourself um, through any of this. So there we have those six little myths for you, um, which hopefully I've debunked a bit and you get a bit more of an understanding of it. And, um, you know, so it's setups. Um, won't make your uh, stomach flat, looking at it as a whole. And um, no pain, no gain. Again, try not to go with that. <laughs> um, running, the beats walking. No, it doesn't. Um, can any of protein shakes after a workout? You can have your protein shakes whenever you want. Um, you must exercise in the morning. You can exercise whenever it's convenient for you um, because then you're going to keep to it. And then uh, you must do at least an hour workout. No you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> so there we have it. So there's six points to take home. And, and I mean, there's many, many more, but I just wanted to pick out six kind of things that might just keep with you. Right. So on that note, have a lovely day, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you listen to this. Um, and I'll be back next Friday, okay, for another podcast episode. So I'll speak to you or see you very, very soon. Take care.